Yeah. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Jim Lewis. The top stories. The chief executive says this week officials will announce details of the upcoming relaxation of social distancing measures. Shanghai continues to bear the brunt of the latest COVID wave to hit the mainland. And Imran Khan is ousted as Prime Minister of Pakistan after losing a no-confidence vote. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the government will announce details in the coming week of the relaxation of social distancing measures from the 21st of this month. Speaking at a press conference, Mrs Lam noted that there had not been a huge surge in cases after the three-day voluntary self-test exercise started. She said the number of COVID cases reported yesterday remained stable and the overall trend was still heading downwards. Mrs Lamb said while there's no way of knowing the exact number of people that had heeded the government's appeal to do a rapid test, she believed many had. The chief executive said the results of the three-day rapid antigen test exercise will have no bearing on the upcoming relaxation of social distancing measures. By now it is quite clear that we are trending down. By and large, unless there was an exponential surge, otherwise we, we would continue to um, implement the relaxation. But the relaxation will be gradual. It will take three stages over three months in order to remove most of the social distancing measures that we have uh, put in. But apparently it will have uh, no particular relevance to the, uh, RAT, the RAT exercise. Most of the latest COVID-19 cases across the border were again reported from Shanghai. Damon Pang has more. Mainland health authorities recorded a total of 26,355 new infections in the past day, up slightly from the day before. Among them were just over 25,000 local asymptomatic infections, all but around 1,000 of which are from Shanghai. Another 1,006 patients from the financial hub showed symptoms. Shanghai's authorities said they have strengthened supplies for foodstuff, medication and baby products, saying this is a key point of emphasis as the city remains under lockdown. Executive Councillor Jeffrey Lam says one of the important issues facing the incoming government is to try and keep talents in Hong Kong. He says he agrees with former Chief Secretary John Lee's idea to adopt result-oriented governance if he wins the chief executive poll. Mr Lam says the civil service needs to cut red tape. And he says Hong Kong has to find a way to lift COVID-related border restrictions soon. I hope people coming in and going out of Hong Kong will be relaxed because we are losing or we are starting to lose talents. Not just new talents, old talents that has been here for a long time, they are moving away from Hong Kong to Singapore, our biggest competitors. One reason is they cannot put their children to school. The head of John Lee's CE campaign office, Tam Yu Chung, says when Mr Lee talks about result-oriented governance, he's looking at new ways to resolve Hong Kong's deep-seated problems. The emphasis on results was one of his pledges when the former chief secretary formally announced his bid. Mr Tam says Mr Lee will try to balance rules and goals when they conflict with each other, especially for major issues or health care and housing problems. For example, on housing, Mr. Tam says rules that lengthen the construction process can go so long as LegCo approves legal changes. DAB Chairwoman Starry Lee says if John, John Lee becomes the next Hong Kong leader, he needs to invite talent from all walks of life and different political parties to join his governing team. Speaking after attending a radio program, she said one of the priorities for the government is to create jobs. Now, lots of companies face financial difficulty. Lots of people are still unemployed. 
or are heavily affected. I think the most important thing, apart from combating pandemic, is to make our economy recover first. The Prime Minister of Pakistan, Imran Khan, has been ousted from office after losing a no-confidence vote in Parliament following weeks of political turmoil. The vote was held past midnight after opposition parties brought a motion against him. This was the moment the Speaker of the House announced the results of the vote. 174 members have recorded their votes in favour of the resolution. Consequently, the resolution for vote of no confidence against Mr Imran Khan, the Prime Minister of Islamic Republic of Pakistan, has been passed by a majority of the total membership of the National Assembly. And now to the weather forecast for this afternoon and tonight. Fine and dry and hot in the afternoon. Moderate easterly winds. The outlook hot with sunny periods in the next couple of days. Winds will be weak and visibility will be relatively low. Windier with a few showers in the middle and the parts of the week. And the temperature currently is at 27 degrees Celsius. Humidity at 52%. And you're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Returning back to our news story from Pakistan, Imran Khan, once regarded as a national hero for his years as a world-famous cricketer, became Prime Minister in 2018 with the backing of the army. But analysts say the military became frustrated over failed promises to improve governance and his reluctant reluctance to sack figures who fell out of favour. The BBC's Sekunda Komani sent this report from Islamabad. He was a fresh force in politics, breaking the hold of the two traditional parties dominated by two rival political dynasties in Pakistan. So ousting him is a big deal. What this really is about, many suspect, is the fact that Imran Khan came to power in 2018 with the backing of Pakistan's powerful military. Last year, a rift developed between those two sides and the opposition sensed that and saw that that was their time to launch an attack against him. It was really about a elite political dynamics rather than anything else. The Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison, has called a general election for next month. Speaking in Canberra after asking the Governor-General to formally dissolve Parliament, Mr Morrison emphasised his economic track record, saying his government had cut taxes and laid a strong foundation for Australia to prosper. We are dealing with a world that is less stable than at any other time since the Second World War. Our economy has many, many moving parts. And there are many great risks, but I believe there are many, many opportunities there to be seized from the strong position we've put ourselves in as a country as we emerge strongly from this pandemic. Now is not the time to risk that. Polls suggest Mr Morrison will be defeated by his Labour Party rival, Anthony Albanese. And French voters will cast their ballots today in the opening round of a presidential race that opinion polls have suggested could be very close. 49 million people are eligible to decide which two of the 12 candidates should take part in the runoff vote in two weeks' time. Until recently, President Emmanuel Macron appeared to have a strong lead but the latest poll suggests that the far-right leader, Marine Le Pen, could be close enough to cause a political upset. The British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, has become the first leader of a G7 industrialised country to go to the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, to meet President Vladimir Zelensky. The UK is to send extra military aid of 120 armoured vehicles and anti-ship missile systems. Speaking to the BBC from Sumy in northern Ukraine, the MP Oleksiy Goncharenko said what Ukrainians needed most was weapons. We need war. We need uh, long-range weapons. We need artillery. We need aircrafts. We need air defense. Just not to stop Russians like we already did. 
Putin understands only force. That's what he should see from the West now. And that, I think, can make this war stop as quick as possible. The best-selling novelist known as Jack Higgins has died. He was 92. He wrote 85 novels, but is best known for his 1975 book, The Eagle Has Landed, about a Nazi plot to kidnap Winston Churchill during the Second World War. The BBC's Jason Kay looks back at his life. Born Henry Patterson in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, he wrote the first of more than 80 books under his own name, but he soon started using pseudonyms including Martin Fallon, Hugh Marlowe and James Graham. But he'll be best remembered as Jack Higgins, the author of the wartime thriller The Eagle Has Landed. The novel was turned into a film in 1976, whose cast included Robert Duval and Donald Sutherland. I want you to go to England for me. Colonel, I barely know you. To assist in the kidnapping and safe return to Germany of Winston Churchill. His other books included The Wrath of God and A Prayer for the Dying, also turned into films. And a sport where golf's new number, world number one, Scotty Scheffler, will take a three-stroke lead into the final round of the Masters after shooting 71 yesterday. The BBC's Ian Carter reports from Augusta National. Scheffler's lead was trimmed, almost halved, but the world number one still performed creditably in bitterly cold conditions. He overcame a penalty shot at the last to still finish under par for the day, a day when the average score was nearly three over par. Scheffler's 71 took him to nine under, three ahead of Aussie Cam Smith, who was outstanding in the only sub-70 round, a brilliant 68. Shane Lowry is seven behind, Danny Willett is nine off the pace, while Tiger Woods limped to his worst Masters round, a shivering 78. And finally, on the ice, the New York Rangers are back in the playoffs after five years. Chris Kreider st scored twice in the Rangers' 5-1 win over the Ottawa sen Senators, clinching New York's first postseason berth since 2017. And that's all your news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Live like you need a little relaxation, you know? Run it! Listen to this, Julia. <laughs> Listen to this. As I was saying, not about Sinclair Trout, Gary Bryan. But a man called cute me and tell him on. Yes, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Would you believe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's free. Got to be free now. Stop you tonight. No, can't look sweet like you tonight. 
tonight. 